Welcome to the Let's Kill It podcast. I'm Janice T, former corporate dropout turned full-time entrepreneur, creator, and lifelong learner. Every single week, I bring you mindset hacks and personal growth tips inspired by real stories and experiences. So if you're an aspiring entrepreneur, entrepreneur, online content creator, or someone who is really looking to grow your business or career and level up your life, well, you're in the right place. Thanks for spending some time with me today and let the good stuff begin. Today's topic is things that I was completely wrong about in business. And I just want to be coming on to this episode from a more personal front, really breaking down the journey, some of the misconceptions and myths I held in my mind, some things that I learned along the way, and hopefully you'll be able to relate to and learn from all of this without going through all that drama and jazz. So let's get right into it. Today's episode, confessions on things that I was completely wrong about in business before I started in the early days of my business and what my views are on those things right now. Number one, one of the things I was really wrong about is that money will make you very happy. Because as someone who, you know, quit a comfortable nine to five job, it was stable. I had a great boss. Um, I'm still in touch with my boss, who is now a director today. I had a very, very fun team, great team members of whom I'm still friends with many of my ex-colleagues. Everything was really perfect, right? I just felt like I wasn't growing and that really ate at me over the years. I also realized that the life style and the geographically bound, desk bound job wasn't quite it for me. And that's therefore it was really much more of a push. There wasn't really much of a push. It was more like a pull factor where I really wanted to expand and grow as a person, be able to lead a lifestyle that was more in line with what I wanted for myself which is the reason why I quit. So leaving that comfortable place and then moving to a state where you have to literally eat out of your savings gives you this massive sense of insecurity, right? It wasn't like I had a very big savings bank to start with being um, roughly about 24, 25 when I left my job. So at the very beginning of my business, when I had no clients, literally no money, no revenue, no profit, just a dream and an idea and some executional points, I thought, you know what, the moment I start making money in my business, it's going to make me very happy. I'll say this though, not having money will make you extremely stressed out. Like if you literally have not even $500 in your business account, you're going to be extremely stressed out. You're going to be extremely stressed. You're going to be extremely anxious. This is going to put you in a fight or flight mode of constant anxiety, constant stress. And the impact of this on your business, obviously, is that you're going to be so stressed out that you're not going to have that space to expand, that space to think, and that space to come up with creative ideas that actually move your business forward in a different, unique um, way, right? So not having money will make you very sad. Having said that, um, having money will not necessarily make you very happy. And I believe there have been numerous studies done on this where the incremental happiness, once you have a baseline of $120,000 a year or $150,000 a year, is not really going to bring you incremental, exponential happiness the moment this starts increasing because once your basic needs are met, the other needs that you have that have to be satisfied are less 
financial related and more fulfillment related incrementally, right? So not having money will make you very sad, very stressed, very anxious. On the flip side, having money will not necessarily make you very happy, especially when you already have a baseline level of stability. So if you're at a point where you're making, let's say, less than two, three, five thousand dollars a month, yes, having incremental thousands of dollars a month will make you very happy. But up to a certain point where you get like maybe 10k a month, 12k a month, um, 15k a month, after that, your happiness level diminishes significantly per dollar increase and you know if you keep hustling at that kind of same intensity that same speed depriving yourself of uh, things that you can enjoy in business and you're just hustling 24 7 24 7 24 7 at some point you're going to run out of steam um, you will get really tired not just physically but also mentally and emotionally you might feel a little bit out of line with your purpose especially since incremental work doesn't provide incremental happiness because you already have a baseline level of stability and that is when you may or may not start questioning why you're doing this business in the first place and that is also the point where you really want to realign with what your true purpose is go back to square one find out why you started in the first place really start appreciating and celebrating the wins along the way because sometimes it can feel like you're just in another rat race, right? In entrepreneurship, hustling for the next milestone, whether it's 5K, 10K, 15K, 100K, quarter million, million, whatever it might be. And you might just want to pause at some point and really celebrate also the small little wins, even if you're not at the end goal yet, whatever that might be for you, but being able to acknowledge and celebrate the progress of whether it's your first client, whether it's your first five-figure deal, whatever it might be, um, being able to acknowledge your own personal growth also adds a lot of meaning to that journey um, since the incremental extra client now, once you've established a base and the extra little bit of money does not actually impact or change your life that much, right? So when you are able to celebrate your wins and realign with what your true purpose is or the impact that you actually want to make in this world and keep reminding yourself of the reason why that is going to end up making you happier than the incremental level of happiness per client or per revenue made once you have a baseline stability right so i would say that the hustle is still needed especially at the beginning once you get to like a six-figure year consistently that's when you want to pause realign with why you started this because otherwise you will fall out of alignment fall out of purpose and lose a sense of meaning if you just keep hustling blindly without being reminded of the bigger reason, the bigger impact, the bigger movement, the bigger message that you want to get out from your business and money, that incremental money after a baseline stability is not really going to be able to provide you that happiness or incentive or, or dopamine that you need in order to keep moving forward. And when you miss this out, this is also why a lot of um, entrepreneurs start burning out right after the second year the third year the fourth year so this is something that has to be done very intentionally you have to be very um, aware of what you're feeling in your business which stage of business you are at and really move forward and double down or take a step back accordingly so number one things that I was completely wrong about was that money will make you very happy because at some point it just doesn't anymore not a lot at least 
So that's the first one I wish I knew earlier because then I could stop chasing that and, and really invest my time in being a little bit more aware of how I'm feeling throughout the whole business journey and the ups and downs of it as well. The second thing that I was wrong about is that, you know, after some time, it will get easier to become more detached from the outcome. I think, honestly, this varies for everyone. Every individual is different. But for me, personally, in all honesty, it never did get easier. In fact, when I first started, my expectations were so low. I was just like, when can I get my first thousand dollar client, right? And my expectations were really so low because I did not go to business school. I studied something completely different in politics, sociology, and human behavior. I didn't know what to expect when I quit a nine to five and then come out to create something purely from scratch on my own, right? So when I first started, my expectations were so low, I just wanted to survive. And in my personal journey, as I, you know, survived and then more than survived, and then from my second month onwards had already a five-figure month and moving forward consistently with momentum, my expectations started shifting, right? I was like, instead of, you know, for example, instead of the first 5K month that you have being like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. It became like the new normal. Then you start expecting more and maybe 10K months becomes your new normal and so on and so forth. So your expectations increase as your skill set gets better and as you reach a new level of normal, which is not a bad thing. It signifies growth. However, along with growth comes along new expectations subconsciously. You form a baseline new normal, which is good in some sense, because now you've grown into the next level version of yourself. But it can also step you in the foot if you're not careful. And what I mean by that is that the more you grow, the more you surround yourself with better people, the more you get surrounded by successful people, the higher your standards become. That's good. But staying laser focused on the mission and improving your craft and training yourself to be detached from outcomes is something that I think personally will be a constant work in progress because for me the highest my standards became the more like maybe once upon a time let's say um, an 8k month or a 10k month might be like a really really good month but when that becomes your new normal if in any event, you do not hit that for whatever reason, whether justifiable or non-justifiable, reasonable or not, right? When you fail to hit your own expectations, that's when you start getting disappointed, right? And detaching from the outcome, for me, it's, it's more about a state of being. It's more about a mindset of like, I'm building something. I'm building a movement. And regardless of how people respond to that, I'm going to continue building, continue adding value and trust that that's going to translate into people seeing that value and then seeing so much value in that, that they're willing to exchange a resource, aka money, for that value that they can in turn receive. And so it's a constant long-term game where you keep building and building and building versus the mindset of having a short-term game, which is, um, did I make this next sale? Did I make this next sale? And that's going to be very, very, um, very much a tiring journey. And when you view it from the latter lens or the latter perspective, then you start attaching your self-worth or the effectiveness or success of your business based off on each sale, right? Versus having a more long-term view where 
it's easier for you to become detached from the outcome when you realize that this is a five-year game full of ups and downs versus you see everything in your business as multiple sales combined. So I feel like it's really a perspective shift that I had to make along the way. And I think this will constantly be a work in progress that requires a lot of intentionality, a lot of um, mindset training, and which is why I always make sure that along the way, you know, your mindset is a muscle that you constantly want to build, you constantly want to grow, you constantly want to strengthen to make sure that it can hold and it can weather the ups and downs in your business because it never gets easier. And in fact, the higher you get, the better, the higher your standards become and the higher, you know, failures can also hit you if your mindset is not trained to deal with these failures and to reframe these failures as simply stepping stones on the way to that next level that you're going to become. Right. So number two, it will get easier to become more detached from the outcome. For me, I didn't find that necessarily true. And in all honesty, always going to be a work in progress. I feel like especially being based in Asia, or I don't know if it's the culture or the upbringing, we are so attached to having tied our self-worth to the results that we get in terms of money, status, career, business. And when these things don't pan out, it's so easy for us to instinctively tie that to I am a failure rather than this is a blip in the grander scheme of my business. This is just part of the rocky road to success, part of climbing over a boulder I have to get, um, I have to overcome in order to get to the top of the mountain. We start seeing it as there is a boulder. Therefore, we must be not doing something right. We must be a shitty hiker. We're not going to make it on top of these mountains. So to be able to dissociate that identity um, and self-worth with things that happen and simply being able to process and see them and internalize them as things that happen and lessons that we can grow from and not tie them to our self-worth or how good or bad we are, I think that's something that's going to be a constant evolution and work in progress. So the third thing relatedly that I got completely wrong is that the business will get easier as you go on. And this is proved completely false for me in my personal experience, at least it doesn't get easier, especially if you are someone who seeks constant growth, constant learning. Like sure, if at some point you were making $0 and then you were making your 5k months or 10k months, and you plan to stay there for the rest of your life, then yes, business will get easier because before that you didn't know how to get a single dollar. Now you know how to get 5,000 or 10,000 a month or whatever it might be beyond that, right? However, if you're someone who plans and really seeks growth and you want to keep increasing your value, keep increasing your skill set, and by extension, your revenue and income and profit will also increase proportionately, um, then it doesn't get easier because you pass a level one challenge and then you have to go to level two where you're literally at zero again, then you pass a level two challenge, then you get to level three, you're at zero again, you're working on level three, it becomes easier because you have more mastery, but naturally once you pass level three, you're at level four where you're a total newbie again and it gets harder and harder at each new level. When the old gets easier and you take on a new challenge, and a bigger challenge, you feel like a beginner again. 
And in a way, that's good because that means that it's literally impossible for you to go through even like six months, twelve months, much less a year or two years or three years being the same person because you're constantly in evolution, you're constantly expanding, you're constantly bringing in new skill sets, working with higher level clients, working on higher level deals, taking on bigger deal cycles, and really expanding and growing as a person. In addition to that, in order to hold all of that, you work through many different other intangible skill sets like money mindsets, money beliefs, what. Possible for you, what's not possible for you, and so many other things, right? So in a way, that's fantastic, but also, it means that it's never gonna get easier. You get stronger; it never gets easier, right? You get stronger and stronger. You get more and more equipped. That allows you to deal with the monsters and challenges at each new level. So when the old gets easier, and you get a little stronger, you take on a new challenge, and it doesn't get any easier at any stage. If anything, it gets more difficult. But hey, isn't that what growth is all about? So if you're into that, perfect. It was something that I had a misconception about, though, that it will get easier and easier. But I'm not complaining, and I actually really am enjoying the process of this as well. Number four, what I got wrong, or very a large part of it wrong, at least, is that there is a blueprint to. Follow for success, and I feel like this is something that I needed to personally take time to internalize. That there isn't actually a strict blueprint to follow for success because success is defined by each individual. And you know, at the start when you know nothing, obviously you have mentors, you have people who have made you know maybe money that you want to make, you know,、um, work with clients that you want to work with, and you tend to you know just copy a success model, which is not a bad place to start. But while there may be some success principles that are true, for example, like if you don't take action, nothing will actually happen in reality, which is universally true, perennial over time. I realize that it's so important for you as the business owner and you as the entrepreneur, or or me as the entrepreneur of my business, for me to define my own version of success rather than blindly following. Someone else's model of success, because what could then happen is that if I blindly follow someone else's model of success, I could work really hard, blink that could be three years, five years that passes, and I could reach that level that that level of success as defined by that person. If I do the similar actions times two, chances are I will likely get the same results. But whether or not that end goal is where I actually want to be, it's important for me to think about before I even get there. Right, and that looks different for each individual. What success looks like, right? And I think something that was super scary was obviously in twenty twenty and in twenty twenty one. There was the whole online boom, partially due to the pandemic, right? So twenty twenty, everyone jumped onto the internet. Everyone started side hustles. Everyone started online businesses. You know, twenty twenty one, this trend continued. It's like the new thing. It's where new millionaires are made seemingly every day, right? And so, so many people hopped on this bandwagon. People started creating content like crazy, and then in twenty twenty two, um, all the way through the end of twenty twenty two, even till early twenty twenty three, I saw so many well respected and established、um, entrepreneurs pivot or take an extended break. Because although in the eyes of the world they were successful, like they could have made multi millions out of this, right? They were no longer on a path that was aligned. They were no longer on a path that they wanted to be on. And honestly, it doesn't matter what other people think of you. 
it's what you think of what you have created. It's how you feel about you, whether you feel like you're successful or not. That really matters at the end of the day, right? And so, it really is worth thinking about. What do you actually want at the end of this? And be super clear of it, and remind yourself of it constantly. If you need a post-it in front of your desk, do it. Because when you're working so hard, and you're hustling, and you're going through all these ups and downs, the thing that keeps you holding on, it's knowing what you're doing all of this for. And the one of the worst things possible would be to struggle through all of that. To journey through all of that, to get to the top of the mountain, only to realize this wasn't the mountain that you wanted to climb, and of course you're still gonna have growth lessons from it. Of course you're still gonna have built things that cannot be taken away from you, like resilience, um, grit, so many other things. You might have learned things along the way, but it would really be a waste if you spent all those years or time and effort just climbing that mountain, only to reach the top and realize that. That's not the mountain I want to climb. I want to climb a different mountain. So along the way, I think, despite external looks of who might be successful and who might not be, you really want to understand that there is no fixed definition or strict blueprint to follow for success, and you have to be the one that defines it for yourself in order for you to really feel that true fulfillment and true satisfaction when you actually get there. Right, and when you get there, then there's that also that next challenge of what's next,、um, and what you want to work towards next in an aligned way to yourself. Having said that, I'm not、um, denying that there definitely are universal success principles. Right, like I mentioned, action taking, being able to do things in a focused manner consistently for long periods of times. All these things are universal blueprints of success. Right, success principles that are universally true. But specific to the exact mountain that you want to climb, you have to be able to define that for yourself. So there is no strict blueprint for success. And once I realized this, I was a lot happier,、um, and also a lot more fulfilled in working on the day-to-day parts of my business as well. Number five, another thing that I got largely wrong: you will find time for personal time slash social life again. And this is something that every, literally every entrepreneur has to deal with, right? At the start, you're just hustling, okay? You're just hustling. You're trying to build your business. You're trying to get the next few clients. You're trying to get some pipeline for your revenue, for your income. And you know, I think it's very natural that for the first one year, one and a half years, or even two years, you're really just all in on the business. You have to give up certain parts,、um, like whether it's personal habits that don't serve you, like Netflix, mindless scrolling. You know,、um, not eating out as much, not buying any other frivolous items that you don't need because you want to reinvest that back into the business.、Uh, maybe not going for those ladies' night drinks. Maybe not dining out at restaurants. Maybe not partying because that's going to cost you money that you don't want to spend. All those things at the start, I think that's very normal. However, having said that, even when you do establish a baseline level of business stability, leads, client stability, or、um, Even establishing a baseline of financial stability, time doesn't magically appear. Like whether you make twenty dollars a day, or twenty thousand dollars a day, or two hundred thousand dollars a day, time doesn't magically appear. We have the same for twenty-four hours, and most of the time, 
not only does time not magically appear, but most of the time it's likely that time will magically disappear if you are not intentional about the way that you're spending it, right? Like you won't just see time for personal life or social life appear in front of you. Like you have to create it and make time for it. And I do think this is important, especially in thinking about the business long term. Like if you as the greatest asset of your business, you are not charged and you break down, literally everything breaks down in your business. So it's just not worth it. You don't want to wait for your car to break down completely before you send it for servicing or where you fill up the gas tank, right? You don't want it to be breaking down in the middle of the road when you really need it to go somewhere. So I think that part is important. And as far as, you know, creating time and making time for this to happen, um, something that I find really, really useful is putting it down in the calendar. And so now I basically live by my Google calendar. And if it's not in the calendar, it won't happen. So even for rest time, um, I try to schedule rest times throughout the day in little blocks or if I want to take half day off and I know I really need this creative space to just do nothing, let ideas run freely, just have an open mind without any stress or anything that's going to distract me in that four or five hours, I'm going to put that in my calendar and to block it out. If you tell yourself, I'm going to take a break, I'm going to take a holiday, but I cannot get away from work. Trust me, just book the flights, block out your calendar. It That is how it's going to happen. It's not going to magically come to you where you have a one week block. You have to create it, take action, literally book those tickets, put it in your calendar, send it to whoever you're going on holiday with, or if you're going alone, put that in your own calendar and then send it to an accountability buddy. That is how you make time for it and actually make things happen. So yeah, that sums up the top five things I was completely wrong about. There are obviously more of where this comes from, but I think these are things that at the very, very beginning of my business, I really thought these things were going to happen. And as it turns out, along the journey of entrepreneurship, by the way, welcome to the journey of entrepreneurship where nothing turns out exactly the way you planned it, or rather the larger game of life. Um, I thought these were interesting realizations along the way, and I don't know if some of them are relatable to you, but in short summary, money will not make you very happy beyond a certain point, number one. Number two, it never really gets easier to become more detached from the outcome. If anything, it gets harder. You just get stronger. Um, number three, the business will get easier. Similarly, it doesn't really get easier if you're a growth-oriented person. You just get more equipped to deal with the bigger and bigger challenges and monsters at each level. But hey, that that's exactly what growth's all about. Um, number four, you know, there is no straight blueprint to follow for success. While there might be success principles that are universally true, it's up to each individual and each business owner as the owner of their own business and life to decide their version of success and work towards that. And number five, you will not magically find time for personal time, social life. You have to create it, take action and make time for it. So these are some of the five things that I was really completely wrong about at the start of my journey along the way and some of the realizations I had as I continue to grow, continue to build this business and continue to enjoy this wild ride of entrepreneurship. And if you have anything from your own business or your own entrepreneurial ventures that you were completely wrong about, share them with me. Take a screenshot of this podcast if you enjoyed it. Tag me on socials at Janice.t on Instagram or anywhere else. 
um, where we can be connected. And I'll see you guys in the next one. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. And I hope it inspired you on your journey towards that next level in your business and life. Make sure to check out the description for show notes with a full rundown of all the juicy details and important links that you need. Also, make sure to share this with a friend if you found this useful and subscribe here on Spotify or Apple Podcast. It would genuinely mean the world to me to hear from you. So share a review on Spotify or Apple Podcast and let me know which part of this episode resonated with you the most. In case no one's told you lately, you are amazing and absolutely capable of creating the extraordinary life that you dream of and deserve. Now it's time to go out there, do the hard stuff, and let's kill it.